All right, we'll do the clap for posterity's sake. Three, two, one. Did you say posterity? I might have. I didn't mean <laughs> to say posterity. Posterity. Whatever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. I'm Mike Leitman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy ads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? I'm feeling exactly one year older, Mike. That's right. It was your birthday this weekend. That's right. Yeah. 36 now. Age is catching up to me. You know, you're an old man. <laughs> Very old. Yes. Only only four years more to 40. You know, that's yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. Middle aged, leaning towards... You know, like, I, I mean middle-aged in the sense of, like, mid-30s. Your mid-30s yeah. moving towards late-30s. That's right. Dun-dun-dun. I know, it's getting close. But I'm right smack in the middle of that demographic, like the 18 to 49. So, I'm still good there. But once I hit that 50, more, oh, that's it. No, no one cares. I have no, no value in the world anymore. <laughs> Nothing about what you say is worth, is worth anything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I still feel 25, Mike. I don't know about you, but I feel like in my brain, I'm still locked in at like 25 years old. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I, especially now having a kid, where I just sit and look and go, oh, yeah, I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd just rather, you know, be hanging out all day and playing video games and stuff. And it's like, oh, no, I have to think about like yard work and stuff. Yeah, I got (laughs) to cut the grass, take out the trash. That's right. Got those bills to pay, all that kind of stuff. That project you got going on at work. Especially lately, there's been definitely a lot of like looking at like, there's a scuff on the wall. I should go get more paint. You know, like a lot of that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it catches up to you, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But hey, enough about that. Your birthday. What did you do to celebrate your 36th birthday? We went and interviewed at a daycare. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we had my brother and his family over for dinner. So that was what we did for my birthday. <laughs> One of those things is not something I'd expect to do on a birthday. No, but. no. Well, obviously, you know, the whole work thing and our daycare is not, you know, reopening and I have to go to work and they're being babies about it so anyway we're we're talking to the person but uh, i don't think we'll be going with her because they didn't strike us as that well prepared ben has a peanut allergy and it's you know a fairly severe one it's not just to give you a poopy diaper kind of allergy and right right we asked her it's like well what are you going to do to make sure you know he doesn't go to the the cupboard and grab a thing of peanut butter and stick his hand in and she's like well um, i just you know keep him away and it's like oh Okay, that's a solid <laughs> plan right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Definitely. Just don't give it to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can speak for experience that that's not the case. That no, exactly. Just because you, just because you're like, I don't want him to do that, does not mean that he's not going to do it. Yes, exactly. And I don't want to go too far down the the daycare road, but I got a question for you. At Williams Daycare, what does he sleep in during nap time? Is it a pack and play or is it like a cot? It's like a crib and then he, i believe if i remember correctly they give him a little sleep sack okay so she busted out some no, cots. Oh, no oh. sorry we're getting live corrections cul-de-sac because laura is actually in the room so what are the juicy details here what, what's the, the correct answer what is the correct answer here hold on let me just yell it over what you're you're shaking your head that i'm wrong so tell me the right answer to what what did William sleep in? What at did William daycare? at daycare? Oh, a blanket and a small crib. They give him a blanket. Oh, sorry. I, there was no sleep sack. It was a blanket. Oh, a blanket. But it's still a crib. It was okay. still a crib. Okay, because she rolled out like this camping cot. And it's like, oh, I've got a bunch of these and the kids sleep on the cots. And it's like, have you met a 20-month-old child? <laughs> 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 it's like, there's not a chance in hell he'll be uh, staying on that thing. But I was just curious because apparently, not playpens, the uh, pack and plays and, and the cribs aren't all that common, apparently. Really? Which was came as a real shock to me. But anyway, I just figured I would throw that out there because it was- Somebody's trying like, to get a hold of you again, I see. I know. I heard the ding, Mike, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this crap. So I'm, I muted it. My editing, thanks you. Yeah, you, you edit that shit out there, Mike. Anyway, <laughs> other than that, we managed to break Ben on the weekend. 
So Ben is a unlimited pool of energy, you know, like a star, you know, he's like the sun, but we actually wore him out so much that even today he was tired. He went wow. to bed at 630 and he wanted to go to bed. Like he was asking to go upstairs for his sleep sack so he could go to sleep. What, what did you do? My neighbor has an open invitation for us to go swimming in their backyard pool. We've known them for as long as we've lived in Ontario, right? So we went over there with with Henry and my brother and, and all them. And we just we just played in the pool so hard for an hour and a half <laughs> that it finally wore them out. So they got a little like backyard slide. You know, like one of those like little three foot Fisher Price ones. So we put that one up beside the pool. So he was constantly sliding down. And then the second his body touched the water, he was desperately trying to get out of the water so he could slide back down again. And, you know, he would do this thing where he kind of runs and jumps into the pool, you know, without hesitation. Although he's been doing this jumping thing on the couch where he jumps and like bum drops, right? So jumps straight up and then kicks his legs out and bum drops on the ground. Well, wouldn't you think the genius decided to go to the edge of the pool Jump straight up and bum drop onto the oh, concrete. Oh no! But he was unaffected, shockingly unaffected. But it's like you can't do that. You're gonna break something. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, like your baby coccyx or something. Yeah, exactly. Could stunt his growth forever. He's short enough as it is. We can't have him going any shorter. You know, compressing those vertebrae and stuff. Of course, of course, it'd be devastating. <laughs> but we did have a fun game uh, between Uncle Derek and everybody as we would take turns throwing the kids to each other. So it was probably like six to eight feet between us and we would toss them and let them splash in the water and they had a great time. So what was really funny to me is uh, watching the difference between Henry and Ben. So like for the slide, for example, you know, Henry would kind of go up the slide and he'd sort of like white knuckle the edge of the slide and would take a lot of coaxing to get down. And even, you know, with that, Derek would kind of give him like a little push on the bum to get him going and then he'd go down the slide and have a great time. Meanwhile, Ben is just like, run up the slide, dive down, <laughs> you know, right, not, even, right, right. not even take a second to, to worry about anything. He just goes cause he's a psycho. So I thought it was a pretty funny little story, but speaking of Henry, Henry is a genius, Mike, a, an actual genius. Does he have a little chalkboard with like his equations on it? And he has this, and he's got the certificate too, to prove it, right? Like, Oh, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. They, they hand those out at daycare. I understand. You know, they made a, they made a movie about that once, right? What was it called? I don't know. Baby geniuses. This was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was two of them, I think. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, you know, we thought Ben was talking pretty well, man. Henry talks like crazy. Like he can say all the days of the week, like he'll, you ask him what days of the week they are and he'll rifle through all seven days and he counts to 10 and, you know, Ben's words are reasonably clear, but Henry, it's like you could pick up the phone and you think you're talking to Derek, except it's him, right? His words are really good. So congratulations that we know who the best parents are in our little I circle. I guess so. Yeah, jeez. I got to go like get myself checked out here. Like I'm not doing a good job. And if you want want to go by that criteria, wow. (laughs) Yeah. But I figured I'd give Henry a little shout out. It's been a while since we've talked about kids other than our own. Well, to be fair, all kids progress at different levels. So we shouldn't look at ourselves as failed parents when, you know, when Henry's doing, <laughs> doing so well. No, so. no, but we can let it eat away at us at night before we go yes, to bed. Yes, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they were over too and um, they were eating spaghetti, Mike, and this was really funny. So obviously, you know what kids are like when they eat spaghetti. They get of it course. everywhere. So we had them literally just in their diapers and they're smearing spaghetti all over the place. And at one point, Henry looks over at Ben and sticks his arms out wide and goes, hug? You know, because he wants to give him a spaghetti hug, apparently. And Ben looks at him square in the eye, puts his finger up and goes, no. (laughs) 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 So I guess Ben doesn't want to get that dirty. I guess not. No. Anyway, yeah, that was was kind of it. We saw a lot of... of, uh, our, our cousins and everything in this weekend, which was nice. The bubble was working quite well. So I would recommend that you bubble up with your, your nephews and stuff, Mike, because that would be really good. Well, actually, before I get into to that exact topic, mm-hmm. I, I think your bubble actually also kind of poked my bubble a little bit the other day because 
you ran into Laura for a walk the other day. That's right. Yeah, we went down to the Bayfront, uh, your neck of the woods, and we went for a walk on, I don't know, Friday, something like that. And uh, Laura stalked us the entire time and eventually caught up, you know? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was cool to run into them. Like, I mean, we haven't seen... Well, I, I kind of talk to you every week, but it's not the same, you know? We haven't yeah. seen you guys since March. And yeah, man, it's crazy how big William gets. Like, you see the pictures, but it's not the same as in person and and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I did not get to go because I was working. I was at home working. Well, technically, I was working too. Quote, unquote, technically. working. <laughs> right. Well, the funny thing was, is Laura, she sent me a Snapchat. And at first, I was like, she's like, look who we ran into. And I'm like, who the hell's that? Like, like just, and, <laughs> you know, like at first, at first, I, I was like, I, it took me a minute because just of the way that the the photo was, and also kind of based off of what we were talking about at the beginning of last week's show, where my eyesight looking at my phone isn't what it used to be. I was like, "Is that Tiff? I think that's Tiff. Oh, that's nice. She ran into Tiff and Ben. That's great." And then she got home, and she's like, "Yeah, Chris was there too." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, <laughs> you missed out, man." Yeah, if I had known, because like you weren't that far away, I, I would have ran over. Because I mean, it was the Fourth of July, like. It was dead for for my my office, right? Like I was not doing. It was the same with me too, right? I I service a huge number of U.S. people, and yeah, the same thing. So had I known that, because Laura, she actually came back and she's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't know that they were, we were going to see each other for that long." I thought that you know we'd see each other for maybe five minutes, and in the time it took for for you to to get over here, they'd be long gone. But like you guys were together for like half an hour or so and i could have made it out there so i just sat and cried by myself and, <laughs> no, I, was fine. I was fine but uh yeah william is he's a big fan of the splash pad although the splash pad was not a fun place today i will say oh no what happened well laura was out for a walk with with william what she's been doing lately is she takes him for a walk and they go around in the stroller and then they end at the splash pad. Now there's two splash pads in our, in our immediate areas, the one that you guys went to. And then there's another one that's a little closer to our house. And she took him to the one that was closer to our house. And there was a bunch of other kids there. There was two moms and a few other kids. And Laura at first was kind of like, uh, I don't know if I want to come over there. There's kind of a crowd. But then she thought like, we're talking about going back to daycare in less than a month. Like he's going to need to be around other kids soon. So she's kind of got to get used to, you know, him being around other kids. So she lets him out and he goes walking into the splash pad and he's in the splash pad for maybe a few seconds. And he's got one of his, his favorite toys, which is a little squishy crocodile that he takes in the bath with him. And because that's another thing is when we got him at the splash pad, we're like, oh, let's let's start bringing some toys, some water toys with us so that he has something to do in the splash pad besides just stand there and get shot with spray. You know, right. So he has this little crocodile toy that, that he's playing with and Laura's watching him. And then he goes over towards because the other kids had toys as well. And William went to go touch one of their toys. Laura's like, no, no, don't. That's not your toy. That's not your toy. And the other mom says, oh, no, that's okay. He can he can play with it. And Laura looks over to say something to the other mom. And one of the other kids who was there was like four years old or something was on a little scooter. Oh. Like a little plastic scooter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of scooting around the outside the entire time they were there. Well, while Laura turned her head, the kid scooted into William, like full bore wiped out into William. Right. So as you can imagine, William is a mess. He, he's just like crying, upset. And Laura grabs him. You know, she's, she's, she's upset. And I'm, you know, she's right here. Yeah, so I guess we, we can't sure. shit talk Laura like we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would anyway in this no, position. I, no, I'm just but, joking. But, but, so, so Laura is like, oh, she's upset. And, and the mom who's there is like super apologetic. But like, but Laura later looked back at this and she was like, that woman should have been paying more attention to what her kid was doing and was like, now I'm mad. But at the time, Laura wasn't mad. Laura was just concerned for William. Right. So, He's like hysterical, like he's not happy at all. So since this is the splash pad close to home, Laura's like, okay, we're I'm, I'm just going to take him home and 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 we'll get, we'll see if he's okay there. So she loads him into the, the stroller and she starts taking him home and he kind of calms down, but then he starts freaking out again and she's like, oh no, like something's really wrong. So she runs runs home with him 
And I actually had just gotten out of the shower. So Laura gets home and she calls for me and I'm like, Hey, I'm actually standing right here. And she's like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Oh shit, everything is wrong. You know, like it was just kind of like, Oh, well, you know, this, this moment of like, Hey, you're back is now like, Oh shit, what's happening? So I get over there. Laura tells me the whole thing and he's just crying and crying and crying. And I'm looking at him and like, I'm trying to see if he's hurt. Like, you know, if he's got a broken bone or anything from this kid colliding into him, if he's got any scuffs on him, anything like that. And he's just upset. And, and Laura's like, should we take him to the hospital? Should we take him to the hospital? And I'm like, I don't know, but I feel like, you know, kids are pretty resilient. You know, we've had William fall and hit his head and, and he was okay. So my suggestion was we take him downstairs and we put on the wiggles because when it comes to the wiggles, William turns into a trance. You know, like right. the world can, the world can end. And, and if the wiggles are on, he, he doesn't care, you know? So I figured if he's actually hurt, you know, he'll continue to cry if he's actually hurt. So we strip him down because of course he's soaking wet because he was on the splash pad for all of 10 seconds, but he's soaking wet. We strip him down. We take him downstairs. We throw the wiggles on and, and he, he calms down. So after a little bit, after he's a little bit happier and he's kind of watching the wiggles, I start kind of just grabbing his leg and his arms and stuff and just kind of moving him around to make sure that like he doesn't start going like, eh, if I move his leg in a weird way or, or something like that. So I'm checking him out and he's, he's, he's fine. Like again, he's like, he's just in his diaper and, and you can see he's not scraped up. He's not bleeding. He's nothing like that. And he's responding well to, you know, I'm, I'm, when I move his foot, he doesn't get upset. When I poke him in the ribs, he doesn't get upset. When I rub his head, he doesn't have any bumps. So I'm like, I think he's okay. Like he's, he's acting fine. You know, I'd say he's skittish, but he's not like freaking out or anything. Right. Like yeah. That. Surprised more than anything. Yeah. So Laura is like, okay, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I, I'm still not feeling good because that's the thing with, with, with Laura, you know, like he's fine, but she's still going to think, you know, it's her fault and there's nothing I can say that would console her, you know? So, and I even said that to her and I'm like, I know whatever I say will not make you feel better, but he's okay kind of right. a thing. And so Laura, she said something to the effect, I can't remember how exactly it got brought up, but she's, she mentioned about his little crocodile. And I said, oh, I didn't see that when I was upstairs. And she's like, oh, wait, what, it, it, was it in the basket? Cause he was holding it when we left the splash pad. And I went back upstairs and I looked in the basket of the stroller and I looked in the, the seat where he was sitting and there was no crocodile in any of these places. I looked around on the floor. It wasn't there. And I said to Laura, he might've dropped it while you were on your way back because I, I don't see it anywhere. So she's like, oh, well, uh, he loves that toy. Like, well, maybe that's why he got so upset when you left because he dropped it. So she stays with him and they continue to watch the wiggles. And then I take off and I go back towards the splash pad. I, I just, you know, follow the route that she took right back. And while I'm on the way, I, I actually find it. I find the crocodile in the middle of the street. Like it was a. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So it was definitely, he definitely dropped it. And I would say that's why he was so upset. But I, I, I grabbed it and I, I ran home with it and I washed it off and I brought it back and I gave it to him and he was quite happy to have it. And so, yeah, I'd say, I'd say, cause I, when Laura's like, well, where did you find it? And it was actually at the, at a, at a corner a couple blocks away. Cause this splash pad is like three blocks up and two blocks over. And I found it at the corner where it's the three blocks up. And she's like, come to think of it. That's where he got really upset again. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So there we go that must be why is is because he, he dropped it so yeah so that was that was william's bad day at the splash pad and uh and then he slammed the doors on his fingers nice yeah, yeah. so that was that was a good yeah it's, it's been a fun day for william yeah he, uh, he, <laughs> yeah he put his fingers like he's gotten obsessed with opening and closing doors and we watch him pretty hard because we're like, don't slam. You're going to slam your, your fingers in the door one of these days. And he put it like in the hinge like and, and like, and it was like, no, oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> We've been telling you all this time to stop it. But well, maybe that's the, maybe that's the life lesson needed. Right. Cause Ben pinched his fingers a couple of times and then became like open palm. That's how he deals with doors going forward. So maybe the same thing. Yeah. Maybe, but I mean, there was a ton of stuff like this, this past weekend was actually like just everything. So much stuff happened this weekend. Family wise. It's crazy. We actually went 
on Friday, after we saw you guys, it was my my nephew's fifth birthday. So we actually went to the pool at my parents' house and we got to spend some time with with the nephews at the the grandparents' pool and, and everybody had a good time. His grandmother on the mother's side, so not my mom, but my brother's wife's mom, bought William a gift for her grandson's birthday, which was like, wait, what? Why does William get a gift? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, apparently my sister-in-law's mom is is one of those people who is like, everybody gets a gift on oh, the birthday okay, because okay. my my other cousin got a birthday gift as well. So, but yeah, William got a, he got a little food truck. It's a little cookie monster food truck. And every time I see it, all I can think of is Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal because it looks like Sweet Tooth's truck from Twisted Metal. <laughs> it's even got a little head on the top. Like, you know how Sweet Tooth has the little clown the head little, on like, top? Yeah, bouncy thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little cookie monster head. And I'm like, it's it's the, it's got the head. Like, it just means machine guns and it's Sweet Tooth's truck. It's a cookie truck. It's sweet. <laughs> it's a Sweet Tooth truck. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so she got him. She got him that, and he's he's really enjoying it. It's one of those toys where it's like a box with holes for blocks that are like geometric shapes. Oh and yes, like, yeah, yeah, you know. So it's one of those. Of course, William is like, I, I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like he's too smart for his own good, or he's like, oh, th- is this bad? William has figured out that the back opens up, and that's how you get the blocks out. So he won't put the blocks through the shapes. He just opens the back and puts them in, and then closes it. Oh, yeah. That's efficiency right there. He just cuts out the middleman, right? Yeah, exactly. That's good troubleshooting skills. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you're not learning to put the blocks. (laughs) So, so I don't know. I don't know. But that's one thing that's been going on. But I guess that kid can't be too smart because we've tricked him into ingesting something that in the past he's not really been a big fan of. Do you recall a while back, a while back, we had this issue where William wouldn't drink milk? Oh, yes. Yeah. When you first flipped him off the bottle, right? Yeah. We couldn't get him to drink milk in any way, shape or form. Like it didn't matter what kind of milk we tried. He just wouldn't drink it. Turns out all we had to do was trick him. Okay. What'd you do? What was the master plan here? So Laura made a milkshake for him where she took coconut milk and she threw some blueberries and some ice in, in in a blender and she mixed it up and she gave it to him and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And then she made him like maybe one or two more of those. And he still like kept drinking it. And then eventually she just put milk in the cup and was like, do you want a milkshake? And he was like, yeah. And so that's it. <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs> so we just keep calling them milkshakes and he's all about it. Oh, well, there you go. That is good parenting right there, Mike. Yeah, she's like the queen of tricking him into doing things he doesn't want to do. Like a, another perfect example is uh, we couldn't get him to eat cooked asparagus. So she just started giving him raw asparagus and now he eats it. Like <laughs> it's so it's so weird, but he's been doing that. And the other fun thing that's been going on is it's, it's William adjacent more than anything. But the other day uh, we were in his room playing and Hudson came in and Hudson was freaking out. And I'm like, okay, Hudson's freaking out for a reason. What is he freaking out? There must be a fly in this room. And I look up on the light in William's room and there's an enormous wasp on it. Oh, damn. <laughs> like this big ass wasp. If I remember correctly, we looked it up and they are called paper wasps. It's, a, it's either a paper wasp or a mud wasp. But either way, they're big, they're all black, and they are angry. Okay. And so I had, I called Laura because Laura was working. I'm like, you need to get this baby out of this room because like, I got to get rid of this wasp kind of a thing. And so I take out the wasp, but, but it was like the most, like, I'm trying to not get stung in like the worst way, you know, like, (laughs) like I hit it with a toilet paper roll. And when it couldn't get up, I like put a piece of paper under it and put the toilet paper roll over top of it. And I dropped it in the toilet and flushed it. Nice, (laughs) nice. Yeah, so that's how I took it out. And it was like, well, where did this wasp come from kind of a thing? And I'm like, well, I heard you open the door before I came upstairs. Like, was that it? Like, did he get in the front door? And then she said, well, what if he came in through the light fixture? So I, I pop up on the ladder and I look and the light fixture in his room is actually loose along the top. And you can just see right into the attic. And and I'm like, oh, there is a wasp nest on the back of the house it's quite possible that the wasp nest is next to a hole into the attic and they just went straight from the attic in through the, this hole in the lamp kind of a thing and came into his room. And so it was just like this, well, what do we do? Like, do we know for a fact that it came in through the lamp? So 
first I went into, because Laura was working, right? So we, we couldn't do anything about it. And it was like, well, we can't just leave wasps there. You know, like the possibility of wasps coming in the whole night. So I go into the backyard. Laura's like, hit it with a broom. And I'm like, this is a bad idea. Like, <laughs> this is a very bad idea. <laughs> yeah, like an absolutely <laughs> terrible idea. So I'm literally standing on top of the air conditioner because it's the only way I can get close enough to hit the wasp nest. And I hit it. I whack it with the, and the other thing too, I said to Laura, I'm like, you know, you realize, but because of the shape of the roof, because we have like a shed in the back, Mm -hmm. the shape of the roof, if I knock this wasp nest down, it's going to hit the edge of the roof and just come right at me. Like just roll towards me kind of a thing. Right. And she's like, well, you can't just leave it there. And I'm like, okay, I see where I rank on the totem pole. (laughs) So I go out, I whack the nest with the broom. And all it does is shake and the wasps escape. And I'm like, I'm like, shit. Like I see easily like, like seven wasps come out of this nest and I just drop the broom and run. (laughs) (laughs) I do not look back. So Laura's still working. She's like, okay, well, what we do is once I get off work, I'm going to go, I'm going to get like a wasp spray and then I'll come back and we'll, we'll shoot the nest. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll do that. In the meantime, I go into William's room. And I put a garbage bag over the lamp in case, you know, we spray the nest and all the wasps come flying into the house to try to escape it. They all can't come in through the lamp. So we seal it up with painter's tape and a garbage bag. And then like when Laura leaves to go get the wasp spray, a wasp comes in the front door. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> So I have to try and catch a second wasp. And then after I catch it, it's kind of in this weird position where I'm like, I cannot kill this wasp. The only thing I can do is, is is go at the front door and let the wasps go. Because if I try to kill the wasp, it's more likely that it will get out and get me or Hudson because Hudson was trying to catch this wasp. Right. And I'm like, I, I can't have Hudson get stung. Like we have, we've had so many cat issues lately. The last thing I want is a cat getting stung by wasps, you know? So I, I just take it outside and I like shoo it out kind of a thing and it goes out into the world and as i'm standing there another wasp tries to get into the house (laughs) so i slam the door and i'm like okay it seems to me at this point it's very likely the wasp came in through the front door because you know we have flowers in the front sure yeah so it's quite possible that's where it came from laura comes home with the wasp spray she sprays the wasp nest we managed to not get stung by any wasps while this happens. I take the garbage bag out in the morning. No wasps come in. So we're under the impression that it was the front door. They were coming through. No wasps escaped into the house when the garbage bag came down. So so the battle with the wasps is over for now. But every so often, we'll go out into the front lawn and there'll be a wasp running around kind of a thing. So we're, we have to stay ever vigilant to make sure no wasps come in the house. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the, the the fear of them invading through the light is is gone at this yes. moment. So. But at least now where you have the spray and you can attack them from six to eight feet away <laughs> yes. from safety rather than going on the AC unit and swinging a broom at it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so that was that was the big other thing going on around here in the last in the last little week or so. But man, what an adventure, Mike. This yeah. has been quite a week for you guys. It's been a very busy week. A lot's been going on. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. And then on top of that, you know, we're trying to play like Last of Us and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. And I got to tell you, remember last week where I was like, I think I'm near the end. I'm not near the end. I was oh, not. Okay. okay. I was not. Uh, it turns out the five chapters that I, I thought there was, no, there's there's... 10 chapters and i was on chapter four so i'm i'm i think i'm on i think i just started chapter seven so i still have a ways to go oh okay so you're kind of at that same spot that we thought you're at last week basically yeah but i'm actually at the spot that i thought i was at kind of a thing so and is it is it still good mike are you still enjoying it it is yeah i'm still enjoying it i got it spoiled though i did get it spoiled oh okay so I, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say because you you haven't played it, and you I'm, at some point you might. So yeah. maybe you don't want to get spoiled. But yeah, I, I did get spoiled, and it was funny because I actually got spoiled a while ago, and just didn't realize it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like like something happened, and I'm like, uh, like like it's funny because I got spoiled on someone trying to censor spoilers. Oh. Yeah, they put up an image that was like, when, remember when the spoilers leaked? Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago now. They posted up a thing 
that was like somebody emailed me that it was like a youtuber i follow and they were like somebody emailed me the spoilers and they showed the email but they blacked out the spoilers but they blacked out each individual word in the spoiler so instead of it being like just a black line that was like here's this you know like a sentence it, it told me how many words were in the sentence and you know my like my brain just was like oh it's a puzzle it's this is the answer and i was like Oh, I hope that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough. Oh, no. Sure enough. That was right. So it was kind of, I went into it like expecting that to happen. And, and that's what happened. So, uh, so that, that was, that's, I'm still enjoying it despite that good. fact. But, good. but yeah, that, that's, you know, what's been going on with me in, in gaming news as of late. But there's been a lot, a lot of gaming news kind of off of some stuff that we've talked about previously. Mm-hmm. And we've we've been doing some speculation in the past based on things that we've we've been reading about. Let's go with the PlayStation Five first. The PlayStation Five, when we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, when it was first announced, we were talking about the price and what the possible prices could be for this thing. And actually, a a leaker, like a well known PlayStation leaker, actually has come straight out and said, "Oh, well, here here is here is what it's going to cost." And here's what the accessories are going to cost. And here's the launch date. Oh, damn. So they just came out with everything. Yeah. So we'll see if any of this stuff actually comes true. But again, this is a guy who has a track record of of being right about some of this stuff. So what, where would you like to start? Do you want to start with the the price of the the console with the 4K Blu-ray player? I think so, but I, I before we get into it, I want to just make sure. Are these the leaks that were released roughly like a week ago? Yeah. Okay, because there's been more leaks since then. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, so okay, we'll, we'll talk about all that stuff in a bit. But I, yeah, let's start with, obviously, the big price, right? You know. Okay, well, th- this is because we assumed that the, the one with the Blu-ray drive was going to be more expensive than the one with the, the, the all-digital version that does not have the the blu-ray drive and according to this yes that is going to be the case and it's actually by quite a large margin than what i thought now for going in we're, we're talking u.s prices here yes it's not canada prices um but the assumption based off of the leaker the leaker says that the 4k blu-ray version will be 499 in the u.s and that's a hundred dollars less than what we were talking about which we were saying like 599 was probably going to be the price that that it seemed like it might be right Right. Well, the discless version is rumored to be three ninety nine, a whole hundred dollars cheaper, which is crazy. Because like they did an Xbox a few years ago that was the discless version of the Xbox, and that was only a fifty dollar price difference. So I mean, I don't know if they're like, well, let's cut our losses, you know, or or if they had a bigger margin that they could save because they weren't the. I think because Sony created Blu-ray, right? So. Xbox has to pay a licensing fee to use Blu-ray. Yes. So chances are that's how they're able to save the money is because they're not paying a licensing fee as well as the fee of the, you know, the the actual hardware itself kind of a thing. So that could be where where the price difference is, why they can do a $100 difference versus a $50 difference. Well, and it could also be the fact that obviously, okay, if you buy the discless version, you have to buy it through their games store, like the PlayStation store, which Sony gets a cut of. Sorry, do you mean the Xbox One? Oh, sorry, no, no. I'm talking about the the 4.99 versus 3.99 PlayStation. Oh, okay. I had not heard that you could only buy the the digital. Oh, you mean the games? Oh, sorry, sorry. I, for some reason, I took that as like you can only buy the console from Sony. That makes oh, no oh. sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Sorry. So if you opt for the non-disc version, so the the cheaper discless one, I think part of the reason they might be able to sell it for as cheap as they are, or for, you know, that we're being told is that it's all going through their store. So there's less overhead cost on actually selling these games so they can make more money per game and kind of make up that difference there. I mean, that right. could be a reason for that, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see, but also like there's a couple there's accessory prices. And I mean, really like we don't need to know about how expensive the headphones are and the camera. Cause that's not going to be the big thing. No. But the controller, the rumored price of the controller is fifty nine ninety nine, which is the current price of uh, the existing controller. With all the extra bells and whistles that are supposed to be going into this thing, I assumed it was going to be more expensive. But according to this, not so much. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's nice to hear. I find the controllers would be pretty expensive as is. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what console you're buying, but that's good. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess in the grand scheme of things, there's not that much that actually goes into controllers technology wise, right? Like, it's just, I mean, you've taken them apart a million times. They're not really a super sophisticated piece of technology, but uh, I can see where you're getting at with like the haptic touch stuff. But I mean, that technology has been around for a while now, just not in game controllers. The longer technology is around, the cheaper it gets. Exactly. So. Yeah. But that's what I had heard. What, what have you heard? Because I, I did not hear that there was new information. Yeah. So there was. There was some new leaks that came out yesterday. What's the actual date on this? Might even be. Yeah, it was yesterday that what they do is they can send out uh, surveys like, Mike, would you pay this much money for this PlayStation or would you pay that much money? So one of the things that's been leaked out is that they were throwing out the price of three ninety nine and or sorry, it was, it was in pounds, but it'd be four hundred and thirty six dollars for the disc version and three hundred and twenty three dollars for the discless version, like the direct comparison. So. It seems obviously super low because obviously I don't know how they would possibly make any money on that low price. But it also kind of begs the question that there's probably a lot of highball pricing being thrown around too, like in the surveys and stuff. So I don't know necessarily if that $399, $499 is settled on quite yet. Because I think if you're looking at the actual hardware costs, man, I don't know how they're making money on this thing. You know, obviously, they can sell it at a loss, but how big of a loss are they willing to take, right? Well, I mean, they were printing money with the PS4, so they probably have some big coffers that they could sit on. And I mean, Microsoft, Microsoft, the Xbox business is like 8% of Microsoft's total earnings. Right. So, like, they have way more of enough money elsewhere that they could float to this to to undercut PlayStation and trying to get a bigger footing. So, I mean, in, in both cases, they might just be selling at a huge loss just to yeah. get their foot in the door. Well, it, it would be pretty substantial, right? Like, because I've, I've looked up pricing and, you know, because they're putting essentially what are consumer processors in their devices, you know, people have kind of worked at the math of what these things are worth and, you know, for this stuff, for the actual hardware to be like five or six hundred bucks is not it's not out of reach. And obviously, you know, these guys are big players. They can probably get bulk value and everything like that. But man, I just, you know, at three fifty or three ninety nine, they're not making much money at all. Oh, you know what? Just keep that price low. Cause I gotta pay it. And well, I, so I lower- got a question for you, Mike. Like three ninety nine versus four ninety nine. I know you're the disc guy. Does the price make a difference for you? Because in Canada, that's going to be like $150-ish price difference. I know. I know. And that's just like... It, it is... That is, on one hand, it's a big deal. But on the other hand, I have so many disc games that it's like... I It would be... You know, like, I feel like it would actually be like, oh, well, let's just render all of these obsolete. I mean, at the same time, I still have my PS4. I, it's just that... Yeah, you're in it for like the, the backwards compatibility is is weighing heavily on you, assuming it works where you put the disc in and whatever. But at the same time, I'm still very much of like, no, I would give me the physical version when it comes to my games, because unless there's some sort of massive rights change when it comes to digital media in the next few months where they're just like, here's all the new permissions for digital media. Like, I don't know if you remember back when the Xbox One was originally announced and they had all that shit that everybody was like, I hate Xbox. We're never going to buy Xbox because they were doing all this thing where it was like the console's always online and your disc is registered to the Internet so you can trade it and stuff like that. Right. But that there was there was like family plans and things that that, that they had where you could share, a, a you know, a copy of a game between a few people if if they were part of your family plan. But when they went back to the old model, they're like, well, that's gone. We're not taking that with us. It's over. So, and people were actually kind of upset about that. So if that comes back, I mean, you know, if they if they bring back some way to make buying digital only like a no brainer kind of a thing, like, oh, yeah, you own it and you own it forever. And we've made, you know, if, if for whatever reason we ever go out of business, Google's going to take over. Like, you know, if there was major changes to digital rights ownership i could be convinced to go all digital right 
Interesting. Interesting. It's it's funny because like I'm not opposed to digital. Like it, there's a lot of cases. Like perfect example is if I uh, get a game for PlayStation Plus that I already own a physical version of, I will still delete the the physical version of that game and download the PlayStation Plus version in its place. So that way, if I were to you know okay, well now I can I I, I own the game still, but this is more convenient kind of a thing. You know like. I, I get my cake and eat it too. Sure. So yeah. When you and I have had, uh, I don't think we've talked about it too much on the show, but we've had a lot of offline discussions because I'm very pro digital. I, I haven't bought a physical copy of the game other than Doom because I traded in games to get it in forever. Right. And so I don't know. I, I was just really curious. Like, I, I also wonder for you, how much of it is like the, dis- like the display side of things like if you didn't have the giant rack of shelves behind you with all your games and all your stuff just went into a box you know how much does that physical copy mean to you versus digital i mean part of it is the show-offness yeah, of it, yeah you know like like i have i have an instagram account where i take pictures of my games and i show them off it's called mike's likes games if you're bored and looking <laughs> for new instagram accounts to follow mike likes games no spaces all one word you know that that's a thing that i like i like to show yeah, off oh, no, no, that, i like to fine. share it yeah. it's a discussion piece kind of a thing you know so that's a part of another reason why I like to have the physical game. And and the thing is, like, there's a lot of rules in place where it comes to digital games where they have to be. I mean, it's different in PC world, but when it comes to to physical games, especially on the Switch, and it, this also explains why Switch games are so expensive, is there's like rules in place where it's like the digital copy needs to be the same price as the physical copy kind of a thing. So oh, that's why okay. there are so many games on switch that are like 79.99 all the time like doom doom 2016 is a 79.99 game on switch meanwhile you can buy it off of like the playstation store for like 20 bucks i was gonna say the the steam sales going on now i think it's 35 dollars, and the game's only three months old it's not that old anymore well I'm, I'm talking i'm talking the old the old doom, oh, oh, 2016 okay, yeah. doom. yeah but well doom eternal isn't even on switch yet but rest assured when it comes it will be 79.99 yeah, meanwhile we're getting it for 35 on I, I think i saw it for 39 on ps4 not too long ago as well but you know those prices are are, are high and and the thing is i mean if like if you're paying the same amount in both cases kind of a thing like for a new game in 79.99 and 79.99 I like also getting a little more with it, like well, sure, getting the disc yeah. and getting the case and all that stuff is, it's like, it's all free on top. You know, obviously that price is baked in and stuff, but like, it feels like you're getting something versus, you know, it's just magically there. But, and another thing too, really is you're going to want more bang for your bark, your, your bork, your bork. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to want more bang for your buck because Something else that we've actually talked about in the past as like a maybe this is coming has come to pass and that's gaming prices are going up and NBA 2K21 is the first game on next gen to have a price listed and the standard version of the game on the current gen. So PS4 and Xbox One is the same price as all the other games but the next-gen version is more expensive. Interesting. Okay, so as somebody who doesn't buy too many games nowadays, what is the average AAA title price on PS4? Okay, so going into... Let's go with Canadian prices because okay, we yeah. were talking about Canadian prices just a moment ago. We are familiar with Canadian prices, yeah. Right, so seventy nine ninety nine is the current price of a video game brand new and it's been that way since the playstation 3 era started uh i believe if i remember correctly it was 69.99 in the ps2 era okay and actually i think it might have even been lower at one point which was which was nice because our dollar was better and now not so much but we have the the 79.99 price point and it's been that way for like almost a deck well yeah more than a decade because PlayStation 3 era was like 2005. So if, if you look at it, well, actually what they're, what they're doing, the new price for the new NBA game that's listed is $89.99, which is a $10 upgrade. And it's the same in the States. The States is, is $59.99 to $69.99, $10 upgrade. Right. And, and when you look at, at like other mediums, it, it's actually like 
it's surprising that video games haven't had a big jump like this in a long time. Like the price of a movie ticket has gone up like almost annually kind of a thing. And, and even then, even with what the price is going up on a video game, it's still like actually much cheaper. Like uh, I was reading as an article and I think it was, it was routers, routers or Forbes, one of the, those companies. And they were talking about how, when it comes to increases in price between the years where the last price increase happened on video games, the price increase on movies is like 35%. Right. And the price increase from video games to now is only 17%. So that's still like half of an increase of what every other major entertainment property, like everything else is going up 35%. And games in like 15 years have only gone up. 17 percent right so and, and the thing is is people are very at this point because this is the first game to be like bam here's our price you know so people are speculating is is this going to open the floodgates where people who were like oh we'll, we'll make it the old price because that's what everybody's used to where are people now going to rethink it and be like oh well we can do it because they've done it you know like i there's a lot of speculation that people are paying a lot of attention to how people are are, are taking this are people like ah ten dollars you know or are people like never you know well that that starts creeping up pretty high i mean you know you're dropping a hundred dollars per game after With tax. tax it's after tax it's like a hundred and one dollars yeah like that's a lot of money and i understand the like the the what's it the value per dollar per hour or whatever you know you get 20 hours of value out of your hundred dollars versus a movie is what two hours out of your 13 bucks or whatever. Like I, I get you get your value there, but man, that is a big chunk of change to slam down on the table for a game that you're not even a hundred percent sure you're even going to like. Yeah. There's going to be like, there's, there's rumors that there's going to be like the pricing is going to be everywhere because right. every so often there'll be a game that came out in this gen. that would be a little cheaper, like a perfect example, uncharted lost legacy, which came out. That was a game that we were talking about recently with the miles Morales thing where it's like, it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel where it's like they've taken the existing assets and just kind of pumped out a new game very quickly. That game, when it came out was only 49 99 instead of 79 99, much cheaper. Actually, that's the one thing that this, this leaker that we were talking about earlier, he leaked that the price of Miles Morales is only going to be $29.99 US, which would put it as $39.99 here, which is like, wow, like that's, does that mean that the game is going to be really short or, or, you know, like, what does that mean for the, for the length of the game? It's kind of a thing. So the rumor is, is that like people are going to be a lot more flexible in their pricing when it comes to like oh well this game it's a big game that we spent like five years so you're gonna pay 89.99 for this but this game like oh we turned this game around in like a year and it's only four hours long it's 40 yeah you'll have the indie titles and that kind of stuff which you get for 20 bucks or whatever it is it is interesting because i was reading somewhere that the average it's not a playstation specific but you know average console gamer will buy it's like 9.6 games for the duration of the console lifetime like that's it that's what they'll buy you know obviously some people are higher you know some people are lower whatever so you kind of work out the math well a console might cost 500 bucks and all of a sudden these games are going to cost 100 bucks a crack you know like that's it's like 1500 dollars and stuff like it's a lot of money but i guess spread over a certain period of time it's not that bad I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it all it all works out how you 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 put your money into it. But I mean, at the same time, if if prices go up that high, are you just like, are you going to sit this one out, or do you just wait for sales all the time? Because I feel like that's what I'm going to be doing a lot more is is waiting for sales, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. That that's really tough because I I don't love the movie theater versus video game comparison because they're huge. They're different price points, right? Right. You know, yeah, if, if gum goes from 50 cents to a dollar, I could not care less, even though it's a hundred percent price increase, right? But, <laughs> True <laughs> enough. You know, but a hundred bucks, that's a lot of money. But I don't know. That's that's crazy. That's a lot of money. But yeah, I think maybe a lot of people will be like you. Well, they'll, they'll wait for three months or four months and maybe save up for just like that one, la- like the Last of Us kind of game where you got to have it immediately and that sort of that deal. Well, yeah, that's a, that's 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 kind of how it's been for me lately. Like mm-hmm. I, I if I buy a game at launch, it means that at some point along the way, there's been a sale 
kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, and the only exceptions that I made with that in the last few years were because they had a really good pre-order bonus that I really wanted. And one of those was Resident Evil 2 because I got the, the the deluxe edition that came with like all of the goodies and I wanted that. And Doom Eternal because Doom Eternal I had a gift card for. And also you got Doom 64 as a freebie if you bought it as or if you pre-ordered it. Sure. And And otherwise... All the all the other games that I bought recently, if it wasn't on sale before it launched, I waited for a sale to buy. Right. So I've I mean I've been doing that the the wait for a sale thing for a while. Like that that was a thing for a really long time. Best Buy and Amazon went to war at E3, and they just did this whole thing where they were like, oh, you buy one game, you get ten percent off. You buy two games, you get twenty percent off. You buy three or more games, you get thirty percent off for every game you pre-order. And because they didn't charge anything until the game shipped, I would buy like seven, eight games like every year kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. And if and if those games got delayed into the next year, I'm like, whatever. I still get thirty percent off the second that game comes yeah, out. You saved a fortune on that, yeah. And and I did that for a long time. And but Amazon and Best Buy they're not doing that war anymore. So, you know, like suddenly I don't have many games pre-ordered anymore when it used to be like, like five or six a year. Yeah. And I wonder how this, I mean, we look at it from the perspective of, you know, mid thirties guys who make, you know, more than enough money at work. We can buy whatever game we want. Right. What's the perspective of like a 13 year old kid or a 12 year old kid, you know, like what was it like when you were buying consoles games at like that age, right? You know, what was the price? 50 bucks, 60 bucks. You know, how long did you have to save for that versus saving for a hundred dollar game? Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you some funny stories about how I used to get games. And like part of it is, is cause obviously, you know, me, I got a big collection of games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and one of my biggest regrets is that I used to trade in games all the time so that I could get more games, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I mean, as a kid, that was kind of what I had to do, but there's games that I'm like, Oh, I love this game. And I wish I could just pop it in kind of a thing, but I don't have it. Like uh devil may cry is a game that I got rid of. Twisted metal black was a game that I got rid of. I rebought it like years ago at a swap meet for like $10. But at the time, you know, I was like, that was a game that I paid full price, like $70 for. And then, you know, I, yeah. you know, I, I traded it in for like peanuts at EB because that's all they give you. Yeah, right? they give you three bucks back for that one. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember when I was a kid, one of the games that I bought was Metal Gear Solid 3. They did a re-release for it called Subsistence. And Metal Gear Solid 3 was, is, is still like one of my favorite games of all time. And, that game, the, the re-release version, it came in two versions and it was the, the extra special edition, like it was the limited edition and then the regular edition. And the difference between the editions was $20. And I remember as a kid being like, that's a lot of money, like $20. I can't <laughs> yeah. afford that difference. And the funny thing is, is like, I actually regretted not spending the $20 for getting that game for years. Like literally years, I, I looked for that game because the limited edition was hard to find. And and it was probably a decade before I actually found a copy of it. And I remember because there was a there's a website I go to called eStarland. It's in the United States and they, they have used games and you can pick items that they have. And if they get a used copy, they will notify you and let you know that a game has come in. And that I finally got an email that was like, hey, this game, this game came in. And, and I bought it at that exact moment. Like I saw it. I'm like, I'm not waiting. I'm buying this right now. And meanwhile, Laura's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm buying this game. It came in. I told you about this game. And she's like, we're out for my birthday right now. And I'm like, I can't wait. I got to do this (laughs) right now. This game waits for no man. Yeah, exactly. Because if I didn't, it wasn't going to be there. So so I did it. And she were at Laura's birthday at a bar. It was really funny. But I remember that like, I ended up paying about what it would have cost me to have bought it brand new back in the day. Yeah. So it was like, I basically bought it again years later, a used copy for the same price, you know, like, but at the time I couldn't have fathomed that. Like, I was like, I don't have the money for this. I traded stuff in and how I used to afford games back in the, like the PlayStation one era. They don't listen to this podcast, so they'll never know. But my parents used to give me $20 a week so that I could buy lunches at school. Right. And I just wouldn't buy lunches. I just keep the $20. Look at you, Mike. And then I'd buy a game. I'd buy a game at the end of like 
five five weeks you know like, <laughs> my parents are like where are you getting this money and i'd be like ah you know i've been saving drugs <laughs> it's from drugs yeah yeah no meanwhile it was i'm starving myself at lunch every day i'd be like you got a chip can i borrow a chip you yeah. know like just begging for, this answers so many questions now yeah <laughs> yeah and then there was days where it'd be like i can't this time i have to eat it yeah. I, I have to eat today so that'd be like oh well that's a week that i can't have because that's the thing my parents give me 20 bucks and i don't we went to the same high school. I don't know if you remember. Twenty bucks did not last much uh, no, in that cafeteria. Say, a thing of fries was like what two bucks or three bucks at the time. It yeah. was like four or five bucks. Yeah. So that was like you know when you're looking living on four dollars a day, it was like well you could have fries and not eat tomorrow. You know <laughs> so so my choice was to, my choice was to not eat any day yeah. and just save the money and buy playstation one game solid solid life advice for all those kids out there who get an allowance now (laughs) from mike laidman here i hope you get more than twenty dollars because inflation man i'm sure you're far all right all right mike before before we call it a day here it's time for bold predictions okay okay this is obviously a ps5 xbox series x coming out very soon this year Mm -hmm. Does the PS6 and xbox series y or whatever god name they come up with for that one does the next generation release with a built-in optical drive? My Ooh. my my opinion is no. I believe at best you buy an add-on optical drive or it's some sort of like, you know, uh, like SD card or something like that. Like the Switch has. Yeah, if anything. But I, I honestly think the next one will be all digital and the disked version or some sort of disc add-on will be just that an add-on like i think the focus will be on the digital and then the other one is sort of like the oh we got this too whereas right now i think it's kind of reversed as as much as i'm like oh i don't like that i feel like that is quite possible yeah um i know i know we are getting more consoles past that past these ones because i mean xbox made a statement where they're like we have we got plans, you know, like we got consoles coming. And it was like, wait, you said, you said with an S and they're like, yep, consoles, you know, like we're going to be doing it for a while kind of a thing. Yeah. So there will be whatever comes next. I mean, they're, they're obviously this, this, they also said that there's going to be another Xbox in this generation too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have an all digital as well. And, and we'll find out because they actually said that July 23rd, I believe they announced today that they're going to do a big event like the PlayStation one. And that's where everybody assumes that's where it's going to be announced that they're going to do their all digital Xbox. And from what the rumor is, is they are really going to go for it. Like they're, they're going to come in and be like, 199 for this stupid thing. like like <laughs> yeah. they they want you to buy it and they want you to not buy playstation yeah. so i mean we'll see how ridiculous it, it gets but uh i think you're right i think they go they go discless from that point on i don't have to like it no no not saying you do have to like it but i i think this is the last generation with an optical drive for sure yeah uh, it hurts yeah we'll hurts. see if we're still doing the podcast in well let's see 2028 maybe yeah, <laughs> 2029 well, we'll, probably well, the, the next the one comes is, maybe maybe that market is taken over by third parties because i mean there's there's companies now like there's a company that's making a system called the polymega where it plays disc-based games mm-hmm. like from all but it plays air like all of them like it plays playstation one sega saturn the turbo graphics cd version like, i don't know if you even knew that existed and they're adding more systems as well. And the rumor is, is they're going to make a surprise. It, it plays Dreamcast games. Like it, it, it does Sega CD as well. So like, right. you know, maybe the future is like somebody else just makes something that plays everything. You know, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I still believe, I mean, I, I know we said we just end the podcast, but I still believe like for Xbox as an example, because it is Microsoft, I think their top of the line Xbox generation Y or whatever is a gaming PC. I think that their PC market and their console market will merge. And then what they'll do is they'll sell purpose-built computers, which they'll market as the consoles, sort of like a high, medium, low without multiple price points. And it'll just work across all the, the platforms. Like I, I think that would be a pretty cool business opportunity. So if you wanted to you know, still get a good gaming experience, but you want to save money, you get the low-end one. If you want to get you know, maybe higher res or better frames a second or something like that. You get the more advanced one or you just get a computer because we all need computers, right? So 
Yeah. Well, let's get Phil. Let's get Phil Spencer on the horn. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll circle back around to this in ten years, Mike. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna do it. We're gonna be trillionaires, and we're gonna rechange the change the way that the consoles are done in the future. Yeah. But uh, I think on that note, <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get all of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at ptnerdsftdads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next time i'm mike and i am chris and we'll talk to you again as soon i thought that we could have kept going for like another like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> yeah and it would have gotten super boring for anybody except us but uh